Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Back for another episode of Master the Sales Game. Today, we're talking all about intuitive selling. Now, how can intuitive selling actually improve your results? Well, we're going to be talking all about that on today's episode. So let's start at the very beginning, right? Because I think sometimes it can be very intimidating or confusing to really understand what we are talking about in the first place. So let us just set the stage and really understand what is intuitive selling? How is it different from regular traditional sales selling? And more importantly, how can using intuitive selling in your business actually improve your results? Because that's really the name of the game, right? So how I define intuitive selling, and it may vary from what might be out there in the market right now, but for me, intuitive selling is a beautiful blend, a harmonization of the logical and intellectual ability for us to follow uh, a sales process, a structure, and then the emotional side of things where we are able to kind of marry our left brain logical with our right brain, more creative, energetic, and flowing side of things. So it's a beautiful combination of both where we are not so aggressive in our thinking patterns, in our structures, in our constructs of how we want to dictate a conversation to go and to allow the natural ebb and flow that typically will arise when you are interacting with a real life human being. Because let's not forget, at the end of the day, no matter where and when and what we're selling, no matter who we're selling to, whether it's a B2B, business to business, or a B2C, business to consumer, that at the end of the day, we are all dealing with real life people, P2P, people to people, or human to human, or heartbeat to heartbeat, right? So that is how I define it, right? So it's, it's again, uh, it's a wonderful marriage between our IQ and how smart we are, how logically we uh, are thinking about things, especially in the sense of selling, And then it's the EQ, it's the emotional, it's the creative, it's the flowing, it's the, uh, you know, the yin to my yang sort of idea. So it's, it's both being harmonized together so that not one takes over more than the other. So it's a beautiful blend between the two. Now, what is the blend? Because I know somebody listening right now, and that may be you, friend, is thinking, Susan, can you give me a percentage? Like, is it supposed to be 80% linear and logical? And then uh, only about 20% where there's a little bit more emotional and human connection? No. (laughs) It's going to depend on you and how you flow and your ideal clients or customers, the people that you want to work with. So this is where there is no exact formula. There is no exact science. There is no exact maths to it. Just stick with me. I promise you, by the end of this episode, you'll have a better idea of how to tap into your own innate abilities to understand what is most appropriate for you, okay? 
So that being said, how does intuitive selling differ from more traditional sales or selling? Well, if you have been living under a rock, then you probably have not realized how traditional sales typically has been done for, gosh, maybe the last hundred years or so, right? Since the beginning of time. It is the type of atmosphere and the type of interaction that makes us cringe. It is the stuff that we see on movies and mass media still today being perpetuated. And it is because traditional selling gets a bad rap. It is very one-sided. It is very me-focused, me being the salesperson. It is very focused on greed and the bottom line and not listening and really just pushing our way through no matter what in order to get the final outcome, which in this case for traditional sales, the final outcome always needs to be a yes. It is the, the way that we think of the Wolf of Wall Street, where it is almost like getting business at all costs, which I think is, you know, hopefully going the way of the dodo bird, but uh, I can't guarantee that. And that's why I wanted to have this discussion today on this topic, because I have been intuitively selling my entire life. I didn't realize that it was even a thing because I just approached things so differently. And when I was able to understand that seeing selling as serving, number one, was a core principle and foundation of how intuitive selling for me developed so naturally and so easily. And then I was able to teach to other people. So yes, I have a process. Yes, I have a framework. Yes, I even have scripts. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute here. But at the end of the day, all of that doesn't mean anything unless it's overlaid on top of you, who is the human that is different in every situ situation, in every place and experience based off of what you have experienced and gone through in your own career, your life, and now perhaps your business. So traditional sales is pushy. It's aggressive. It is very formulaic in that there is no room for error and you literally just follow the instructions. And it's often why as human beings that have a beating heart that we can struggle because it doesn't leave any room for you. It doesn't leave any room for intuition. It doesn't leave any room for the natural interaction that's going to happen as you have meaningful dialogue with people like your ideal clients. So intuitive selling allows for magic. It allows for uh, miracles to happen because some of the things that I've experienced in my career and now in my business, I can't explain any other way because I know things, I sense things, I've been given information from people who literally are almost like strangers to me because there's such a level of trust and there's such a level of respect and there's such a level of professionalism that allows for a much deeper connection very quickly, because then they have more appetite to be able to move the conversation forward once they have the appropriate uh, foundational pieces, right? So that being said, now how, how in the heck do you actually use intuitive selling to impact your results, to improve your results, to see better in your business than what you may be experiencing today? So I'm not going to be able to go into all of my framework of how to use intuitive selling, okay? Like the actual nitty gritty details. Uh, I go into uh, way more detail on that inside of my programs, such as Sell With More Ease or inside of Master um, Sales Mastery Society, okay? My, my private inner circle. So if you're interested in that, just click the link below and we'll have those linked up in the show notes for you uh, or go to salesmasterysociety.com 
and see how you can go ahead and uh, apply to get in. So I'm going to share with you three specific steps that will allow you to use intuitive selling and why it's going to benefit you and how it will help you to improve your results. Okay. So remember the definition intuitive selling is natural to you already and is marrying your skills, your logical brain with your intuitive, more emotionally centered brain, okay, left brain and right brain combined together, harmonized to create a beautiful interaction that's going to interact with your ideal clients as well. So number one, I want you to really think about being present, okay, being in the present moment. Now, I know it can be really challenging when you have numbers flying at you like sales quotas or income targets or just I need a new client because I need to pay the bills god damn it so whatever it is for you I want you to just know that your brain your monkey brain is going to try and trip you up and it's going to get you into all kinds of situations because you're not focusing on the here and now when we really take the time to be present we can lean in to the conversation at hand and that by uh, either does one of two things it's either going to give you insight into your ideal client because they're going to be able to lean in as well and tell you information that is really critical for you to be able to help them or you're leaning in and you're being able to discern and hear between the lines exactly what is being said and more importantly what's not being said right where are the discrepancies where are the things where you go huh that's really interesting i don't know that that is actually what they think it means or think is going on and it will allow you to ask better questions now as tony robbins says the quality of our life is the the quality of our life is demonstrated by the quality of the questions we ask. So if you want better quality interactions, if you want better quality results, it begs to, to think that, you know, all we need to really do is think about the quality of the questions that we're asking every time that we're up against a client or a potential client or interacting with somebody who could uh, work with, the, uh, with that could work with us in our business. Make sense? Okay. So I want you to slow down. I want you to be present. And sometimes that's the hardest thing to do because when your mind is racing, when your heart is, is racing and pacing around, it's really uncomfortable to stay focused and present on exactly what that person is saying to you instead of thinking two steps ahead or even five steps ahead and to really identify what it is that is being said in that moment. And more importantly, what you need to ask next because Here's number two, which directly ties to number one. So when you slow down and you stay present, then you're actually able to actually interact with that person, not just take notes, not just, you know, nod and smile, not just go through the motions or the paces of, ooh, I have a script. I have to ask this next question. Oh, wait, I missed this question. So I need to go back and ask that question. And now you're actually not even listening at all. You're not interacting appropriately. You're not responding to what they just said. You're not picking up on those clues that have just been dropped, like golden nuggets that you actually need in order to move forward with more ease, more grace, and more fulfillment without having to do a lot of extra work. Intuitive selling is the key to making things way easier than maybe you have been making things in the past. So the interaction that you're having is actually the key. It's the foundation to everything because it shows your humanness. And here's what I know. After decades of selling, 
hundreds of millions, probably billions of dollars that I've been responsible for helping to sell through my own hands, as well as the hands of thousands of people that I've helped, is that at the end of the day, we are all human beings. I'm going to say that again. At the end of the day, we are all human beings. And that means that when we have a, a real live interaction with somebody, we have an opportunity to change somebody's life. Even if they never buy from us, we have an opportunity to change their life. And it's up to you whether you're going to decide to change it for the better or for the worse. And I know this sounds very Pollyanna-ish, but I really truly believe that we are all put on the planet in order to, to improve the quality of somebody else's life, our own families, our own clients, the people that we're here to work with, just a stranger on the street. Every interaction allows you to tap into this beautiful gift of life that we all have access to. And sometimes we just are going through the motions because we are literally just so tired of seeing what's right there in front of us that we simply can't see it for what it is. So interacting with that present moment, with that present human, the individual that has given you this gift of time and focus and energy to use that in a way that really is respectful of not only your own time, but also theirs, allows you to serve them at your highest and best possible way, right? The highest level of good that you can put out in the universe. And so being human, do not underestimate the power of being able to create a real life connection, a real life interaction, a real life relationship with somebody who has given you and graced you with their time and the presence of sharing information that is usually very private. Right? You're, you're looking at the innermost workings of their business, their life, their relationship, whatever is the area that you're helping them with. So let's be respectful and use our intuition to really tap in and lean in to what is this interaction actually telling me about this person or their business or their health, their relationships, whatever it is that you help them with. Okay, so that's number two. The third thing, right? The third thing that I want us to do is I want us to really think about frameworks, processes versus being stuck in script. Because I think sometimes, and, and I say this as somebody who actually teaches scripts and formulas and processes and sees how people get stuck on this, right? When we are so stuck on a script, it actually diminishes our humanness. Now, it's important when you're beginning that you understand how to use a script that you're prepared with one because it, it allow you, again, remember, we want to stay in the present moment. And sometimes we get so jumbled up in our thoughts that we don't remember enough about what it is that we wanted to ask. Now, as you get practice, this will improve. But at the beginning, it's totally fine to have a set of, of questions, a script that you want to follow, to have it written down. I always recommend that you set the tone for an agenda, but that you're not so tied to it that you eliminate all opportunity for really listening in and understanding exactly what it is that you're coming together for. So when you are, you know, so prescriptive, when you don't allow for real life human interactions, when you have to have it right by following the script, as opposed to understanding the underlying principles behind the formula, the framework, the process, and yes, the script, which is exactly what I teach my clients, right? I give you a script, but it's important that you understand why are you doing this inside of the script? 
Why are these questions so important? What does this help you to understand about yourself and about the opportunity that you're about to present to them? Because without that, the script is meaningless. It's really literally just a bunch of words that somebody else has chosen for you that you are now regurgitating and spitting out from a page. And it's often why we can sound robotic. It's often why we feel uncomfortable. And it's often why it doesn't work. It's not because the script itself is faulty. It's because you have eliminated any opportunity for you to use your own intuitive sense, your own intuitive um, leanings and understanding. And now you have stopped listening to yourself. In the moment, when you are with a potential customer, there is so much information that's being shared. There's so much emotion that's being revealed. There's so much interaction that is happening that unless you have an opportunity to really lean in and be present, just like we had shared earlier, and create that actual interaction, that having a script is going to be meaningless. And that's often why when you are more on the intuitive side, when you really are more of a go with the flow type of individual, that having a script can actually throw you off. And this is why I want you to really think about using a formula, a framework, a process even, instead of being so stuck with a script, okay? The last piece that I want you to know inside of how intuitive selling can help you. I want you to know that you can do enough research. So high C's on the disc, I'm talking to you. Anybody who is a fact finder on the Colby, I'm talking to you. Somebody who would uh, be more on the um, analyzer side of things, I'm talking to you. So research is really important, especially when it comes to the logical side of things. But I don't want you to do so much research that you get stuck in analysis paralysis because at some point, there is a point of no return. At some point, you may not secure that appointment or book that call. At some point, the information that you have is literally just hypothetical or theoretical because you have to validate it with a real life conversation or some kind of interaction with your potential client. So there will be a point, there's a magical tipping point and everybody's gonna differ. So you're gonna figure out this for yourself. How much research that you need to do in order to ask those quality questions and so that you have enough background information that you can respond appropriately, because if you don't know anything about the industry, if you don't know anything about their company, if you don't know anything about the individual that you're speaking to, well, then when they respond with certain things, you're not going to have any context, you're not going to have an understanding of what that means to you, and especially what it means to you in the in the context or relationship of what it is that you're trying to sell. And that is a big no-no because then it feels like you're just literally pitching for the sake of pitching. And typically it's because we haven't been able to connect the dots between what it is that we wanna do, what it is that they wanna do and the bridge in between them, which is your offer or your opportunity to work with them. So the last piece of this puzzle that ties all of this together, right? is that I hope you'll see that intuitive selling when done and used correctly, right? With the frameworks, the processes, yes, even the script, that it will not override your humanness. In fact, it should amplify and intensify how human you are because you're going to pick up on things that only you as a real life human being in that interaction can actually demonstrate. This is beyond active listening, okay? So, when this all comes together, the reason why it's so important, the whole crux of this episode for you today is that a trusted advisor is who you will become when you use intuitive selling.
you're not going to only seek to sell, but you're going to be able to strengthen the relationship, to strengthen the interaction, to start to build trust and to gain expertise and authority as somebody who can be trusted as an advisor, not just somebody who's selling the end thing that you have, not as somebody who's selling a widget or a program or consulting or coaching or professional services, what insert here, whatever it is that you are uniquely selling. Because when we are perceived as being the person who only sells a thing, then guess what? You're only limited to ever being called upon when that person has a need for that thing. But when you switch the dynamic and you start using intuitive selling in a way that it supersedes anything that you are possibly selling. I used to, in the finance industry, I would have clients asking me my opinion on all sorts of things, not directly related to the products and services that I sold. Why do you think that is? It's because I used exactly what I'm sharing with you today. I stepped forward with my humanness first. Yes, I was the employee of a global company with 80,000 employees worldwide. So how do I differentiate myself when there's literally like half of those people were salespeople? By being myself, by using my intuition, by selling in a very differentiated way, by encouraging them to have an interaction with me, by looking at the experience that I was creating, no matter what it was that they said to me at the end, because my goal wasn't always to sell. My goal was to build trust. My goal was to build a relationship. My goal was to be present in an interaction with my potential client so that they felt good about what they were learning and that they ultimately knew that whatever I was sharing with them was in their best interest, was in uh, in the vein of trying to create a win-win opportunity. And that if it didn't, that I would be completely honest with them. And I always was, even if it was to the detriment of my own goals and targets, and ultimately to growing my business. Because at the end of the day, short-term gain is really only short-term. And if you want to be in business for the long haul, you're looking for long-term wins. You're looking for long-term opportunities. And sometimes that means that we need to sacrifice in the short-term in order to make sure that the long-term is going to play out the way that we need it to do. And I believe that intuitive selling is a key. If not the key, it is one of the major keys that is going to help you to jumpstart your business, to grow and scale it to the next level without having any competition around you following suit. So I hope this was helpful for you. Again, if you want my help and expertise, I invite you to come and join us inside of salesmasterysociety.com and you can find out more details there or feel free to send me a message on Instagram at Susan McVeigh or go ahead and tag me on social and let me know what was your number one key takeaway? What did you find was so, so helpful in this episode? I would love to know and to give you a shout out over on social media. Thanks so much for joining us and we will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.